Welcome to Anime Archives with your hosts, Ernest and John. We're back. We're back. We're in... Uh, We're in Las Vegas right now. Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada. We've been here since <laughs> the whopping Friday. So yes, we flew in. We flew in. And we flew in for a mutual friend's wedding. Yes. And we ended up exploring this city. For me, it was the first time I've ever been here, so it was a lot my, of My second time sites. being in Vegas. It's Ernest's second time. No, we uh, didn't gamble at all because we both know we'd lose a lot more money than what we'd ever win. Yes. So we kind of stayed away from that. I gambled with my plane ticket that got me here. That's what I gambled with. <laughs> um, we uh, we <laughs> went to the Heart Attack Grill. Uh, so that was pretty that was cool. interesting. It was a little creepy in some sense, like music videos of nursemaids dancing to songs. I've never even heard and, of the like, Heart Attack Grill. Screen. So I'm glad we went by it and let alone went in it. Like the whole, uh, they put you in that hospital gown. Yeah. And that was really interesting. It's kind of weird how if you don't finish your burger, they'll spank you in front yeah, of I everyone. I finished mine. Yeah, you finished yours. I didn't finish mine, but I got the hell out of there. They weren't touching my ass with so, my mouth. <laughs> that shit looked like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, they hit people hard. But I think there were some... Mask, uh, masochist. Yeah, there was definitely some. Masochist some people, yeah, some word. people who actually was like, "Can you spank me? I want you specifically." I was like, uh, "I was like, let me just drink my milkshake with uh, a, a a slice of butter cut into it." Yeah, they had like a, a slice of butter. They had yeah, the like, mo the world's most uh what lard lard that's in their fries and yeah. their onion rings. Onion rings, like, I was just like. And one, the one whopping best that. thing, they have a scale inside and in front. If you are over the weight of 350 pounds, you can eat for free. So if you're fat, why don't you go get fatter? Just do it. They're actually they're willing to enjoy it. Like, enjoy your meal. Get yourself a free meal when you're in town. Because I can say this. If you're over 350 pounds, you will never get a free meal in Vegas aside from this place. Yeah, besides, I don't get a free meal. So you got to step above they, they all give of you us. the free one patty burgers or yeah. something. Yeah, you but get, think about you it. You get I mean, free food, though. You get as many of them as you want. And so you, you can, order three of them. You can the wallow in your misery. Because uh, I hit a new low when I put sat on the scale and saw my weight. And I was like, I, was, I went to John. I was like, man, I'm like, I know it's been bad, but I'm like 250, 260 max. Hop on that scale. I think said past 250 and 260 like it was nothing. Like landed, it was nothing. Landed fat on 280. I was like, oh. It was oh. like, I was like yeah. oh, this is this is my new low. He got off the scale real this quick is when, after uh, that. I have hit rock bottom at that moment. I was like, this is it. And it was funny but because we went inside eight, right so. before us, we had those three people get on the scale. And it was all adults like yeah. around our age. Hundred and like sixty they pounds. Were, they were in hell They were around age, but different body type than me. Yeah, well, they're different body. And there was a dude who got on earlier who was like three hundred something. So you oh, know, yeah. I ain't gonna cry. Yeah, definitely it. But at this point, even when we ate, there was a dude who came in. And he was like four hundred. Was he? Yeah, it was like four eleven. Four eleven. And they weighed him in and the he was middle ha- and he was ha- of the room. Yeah, so everyone can see it, and he was happy. It's like he a was spectacle. Like, yeah, it was like an no, honor. Was it was like, really weird. I was like, cool for you, dude. I- I'm like writing this weight in my journal. Like, I'm going to be good and lose weight and be a better person after what happened. <laughs> so, such a terrible cut. But, did, uh, uh, but yeah, we uh, we also drank a lot that day. So, before we even ate, we uh, met with a friend who also went to the wedding, uh, Sierra. Shout out. It was cool. Uh, yeah, we went she was in my senior class when John was senior and I was, like, a year below him. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. So... 
I mean, again, what was there anything this time in Vegas that's kind of surprised you? Anything that really stood out? Uh, just finding out from Sierra about Main Street, uh, uh, Fremont, that, that Fremont yeah. Avenue. Yeah, uh, I didn't know about. I knew about Old Vegas, but I didn't know about uh, just like this strip and how how kind of close packed it was. Meaning, like you can just walk, jump back back and forth instead of the strip, the actual Vegas strip here. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to learn that and gives me ideas for if we ever do plan an actual better trip. We yeah, can real trip. Get a hotel down there and like hang out and explore. Yeah, we yeah. happened to stay in pretty much. Uh, it was a hotel on the strip. Yeah, but. I swear it's like capital city for every biker that might possibly live in Vegas. Capital city. Oh, my gosh. No matter what time we walk in or leave, we always see a bunch of vests, a bunch of beards, and a bunch of tattooed men that yeah. are all looking very unhappy. We thought it was like a, conven- a conviction, convention. Convention, yeah, yeah. Something of that sort. Going on, but, or just like meet up because they're like biker vets and stuff like that. Happens. But why are we doing our podcast this weekend and what are we talking about you might be asking yourself besides vegas are we talking about gambling anime no that would probably be a smart idea are we (laughs) talking about anime about you know living the nightlife and high rolling again that probably would have been smart but no talking about something different we're We're talking about a moot what what were you gonna say no here we go oh it's like we're talking about a live action film again Another live action. Another live action. That you can watch on Netflix. And after this, we're going to go back into the archives. Yeah, we're going back. one that's kind of um, yeah. in the past for sure. The only reason we're really busting this out is because uh, of how our our delay, our delay time in Vegas was going to be. John was staying a little bit late, longer than me. I was leaving back uh, sooner. So he was going to be in Vegas past the time we would actually do our normal do our podcast normal and because of our crazy hectic weeks before yeah we weren't we weren't we were just prepared for our friend's wedding yeah. and not prepared to dive deep but so we want to make sure we can at least get an episode out show yeah. i mean again it's continuous content and in the end it still fits our kind of main prerogative of yeah. something that's anime related even if it's a live action to see if you should Take two hours. It's a, it was a it was long like, movie. It was a two-hour movie. Yeah. Two movie. If you take two oh, hours out of your two. day to kind of see if this live action is the one to either get you into the anime itself or it's just worth it in general if you're a fan of the series. Yeah. And there's now, one that you talked about that was interesting. Now, mind. Ernest is actually a huge fan of the series as a whole that we uh, watched. Probably safe to say he's watched every episode. Yes. Has a good amount in it. Life it is history. my all-time favorite anime series. It's his all-time favorite. So that's saying quite a lot. Now this one, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> after probably about halfway through the first season, I probably dropped out of it because they killed off one of my boys. And as a kid, when I originally watched this, because this was yeah, really this flipped, was- 2004. Uh, 2003 was the first one. Yeah. It was so I w- it was one of the first times I was actually offended from an anime. And we'll kind of go a little bit deeper into that. Yeah. But the anime itself that is, that we're talking about, or the live action in particular, it just got released on Netflix. And it is called Full Metal Alchemist. You hear that silence? <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Uh, part of me died when I thought about that movie again. Uh, the movie was... A live action interpretation of an about a 50, 50 episode anime, fifty or so. And they capture probably yeah. what maybe twenty or thirty episodes within that. Yeah, they capture as much as they can, and they squeeze 
plot points together and and it's almost like they got grabbed a fish pole uh like I, they got they have a fish bowl and they have all the plot points they cut it we can fit with these characters involving. So some things happen where it's like, it wasn't that easy or it wasn't that quick uh, that I don't really agree. And they made like one villain who everyone hated and did memes of bigger, a bigger part of the anime than it was. Then he dies. And then someone else is like, no, I'm the actual bad guy. And then he dies. And then the other person's like, no, I'm truly the bad guy. Then she dies, and this is a great recap. Yeah, like I wish someone would have told me that exactly because <laughs> I probably wouldn't have watched the movie. Uh, but again, we wanted to go into this because live yes, actions yes. normally have a bad rep. We looked at the preview of this and we were like, okay, our gut feeling really does tell us we might not like it. Yeah, but let's try to go in there with a neutral mindset, see if there is any anything good worst case if it doesn't appeal to like the long-term fans like Ernest or myself maybe <clears throat> you can watch this to see if you even want to get into the series because <laughs> if you enjoyed this movie or if you will enjoy it you will definitely without a shadow of a doubt enjoy the actual series and even if you did not enjoy the the movie plot itself because it is a two-hour movie uh if you enjoyed the characters and wanted to learn hey why how these characters are what would actually what actually does happen in anime it's definitely recommend you can buy the anime you can watch it on netflix has the full uh, you can actually watch the anime on netflix honestly yeah. you can turn the movie finish the movie and back you know what let me just watch anime or watch some of the movie and back sure, let me Crunchy just watch the anime. It too. the brotherhood i don't think they have the license rights really yeah Oof, that's tough but anyways uh let's just start from the very beginning of how we think yeah. about how the movie begins we're gonna talk about the beginning the middle and then towards the end we'll say spoiler alert and give it like an estimate time of how long we'll talk for i, I set a timer and like talk for like five minutes if i want to spoil like the ending of the film yeah i mean i'm yeah. sure there's gonna be like a slight rant about some yeah. specific parts about it so i set a but timer for us. how does this movie start okay give us the plot what is the plot of full metal alchemist both the movie the anime the manga like the series in general how <clears throat> how does it start all right in terms of the anime uh it's about two brothers alphonse eric and edward eric uh edward is the oldest alphonse is a younger brother and basically, they're two brothers living with their mother, their uh, mother, who's a single mother now that their dad left them for unknown reasons at the beginning of the series. Um, their mother is sick, or she just uh, collapses. I believe it's like a brain aneurysm, or it, they never really tell you how she dies, but she just dies. And looks the, like it's kind of from like a sickness or something, yeah. right? Because it's almost instantaneous. I, that's why I think it's like a brain. Yeah, you know, oh, because be, brain like you just. Click that in the film, anyways. The film shows it's like immediately gone, and the anime kind of hints at it too that it was a meter an immediate sickness. And of course, the anime explains it a little bit more and like shows like people around them. But, anyways, in the movie, uh, they lose their mother, and through grief and knowing having knowledge because their dad had all these books about alchemy. Because in this world, instead of science, alchemy is basically their science, and alchemy. It's all about equivalent exchange. If you know, well, that uh, no have any prior knowledge about that. So if you want, you had to. If you want something, you got to exchange it for something that is equal or greater value, mm -hmm. basically. And uh, that's just a small tidbit. But anyways, they're like, I want to get our mother back. We gonna we. There's books that says exactly ingredients to uh, to bring back a human. 
And so they do it, and they fail miserably. They Something goes awfully wrong, and both uh, Alphonse loses his whole body, like completely gone. That's the younger brother. The younger brother. Uh, Edward loses his leg in exchange for what he did, but also gains knowledge of the truth, which basically tells him everything you need to know about alchemy. Like, all of it's, like, getting all this knowledge downloaded into your brain. Almost like the show Chuck, if you ever watched that. Mm-mm. But this nerdy geek squad guy gets, like, a super agent powers. Goofy. It basically seems like all this information downloads into his brain. Okay. Uh, but when he comes back, he realizes he failed. They brought back their mom, but she's, like, this grotesque monster. Uh, Alphonse is gone, so in order to save Alphonse's, at least his soul, Edward ends up sacrificing his arm to give back his bring his brother back and i believe he lost his right leg and left arm yeah i think so i'm pretty sure it's It's like opposite uh yeah and then the plot is basically edward is is guilt ridden from what they did and he wants to get his brother's body back Mm -hmm. and restore that part because his brother now that he just has his he puts his brother's soul into a suit of armor and his brother can't feel he can't sleep he can't eat he can't you know, he even questions his own identity in a part of the anime and the movie hints at it too, but it just goes over it pretty quickly. But yeah, um, then we just jump into the show. So, is there characters you want to talk in the beginning? Like, I mean, how they introduce some people? In terms of characters, you already did a great explanation yeah, of the, the two main characters. Main. In terms of that, for um, what you've seen. How well do you think they kind of portrayed the first two main characters before we go into the other characters, both as children and also as like adults? Because we see you see clips of that both of them in the movies. Um, the the only it's a live action. The only part I ever got griped about with the kids was a part in the beginning where uh, the kids are running to go play, uh, and their mom just falls on the ground, and Edward and Alphonse turns and sees their mom fell. Edward goes. Obasa! Is it Obasa? Well, it says mom. He just says mom in the subtitles. What says Obasa's mom? Well, Oba is, I think, Oba is, I thought it was grandma. grandma. Oka? Okasa? Okasa? Forget it, I'm butchering. Just say he says mom. Damn. All three years of Japanese. I'm pretty sure Okasa's mom. Okasa? Yeah. It's Okasa! And she's just laying on the ground. The kids are just sitting there looking. And he's like, Okasa! And still stands there. I was like, uh, only John would say, "Yeah, they're kids, so I guess it makes sense." What 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 they gonna do? They don't know what's going on. I was like, I guess he's right. Uh, they're they're depicted well as kids. They're both blonde haired and stuff. Japanese blonde haired kids, you know, living in Europe. Europe. That's where the anime series was also actually take place is in Europe, hmm. like a fictional. Kind of makes sense yeah, with their clothing. Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. And the fewer, the word of fewer and stuff. Yeah. Which is like Germany. Uh, and older, when it, it immediately cuts to kind of how the anime does of introducing uh, the uh, Edward and Alphonse. Edward is dubbed the full metal alchemist because of his abilities. Now that he knows the truth, he can uh, transmute objects and stuff without... Uh, circle. Well, a circle, equivalent exchange circle. So basically, you can put his hands together and just make uh, materialistic things come alive. Like, he does a spear. He didn't do the iconic sword that I like from in the film at all. So if you thought that was cool, yeah. it was a little disappointing. Nor did he really. 
Actually, we'll, we'll get into that in the middle part. But uh, they introduce some. They, there's a weird part that we talk about in like how animes introduce characters where it's like, the full metal alchemist. And they, they stand in the middle, look cool. The anime as like the person's talking like, it can't be you. But in a live action, in real life, it just seems kind of goofy. Yeah. Because, you know, it's happening. So it's like, why is this guy just watching him? And they do kind of slow it down to make it seem like it's slow motion, but it just it looks a little a little goofy. Um, Al Edward is kind of like how the anime version of it is, but he's just not as loud. I feel when he gets called short or anything, he's yeah, not he as in your face and that. like mad or like talk about things like why he has issues with being short. Um, again, they, you got fit for time, so they wanted to really jump into it. Um, in terms of how they did the anime. And the film. They wanted to jump into points that we can talk about real quick. Uh, each individual point. The first point is uh, the first church they go to where a guy has a philosopher's stone. And basically a philosopher's stone is a lot. It's the philosopher's stone. You can do anything with it. You can bring back life. It's the greatest gift of all of alchemy. Then it goes to uh, learning about name, a dude, another state alchemist named Tucker. Who basically knows how to make uh, chimeras? Chimeras. Chimeras. But basically, he can put animals and stuff together. He's known for that. So maybe they're like, hey, he could tell us something to do to help my brother get his body back. At least a human body and see Mm -hmm. if he understands. After that, uh, jumps to a conspiracy about how the Philosopher's Stone is made Mm -hmm. and introduces these things called homunculi that are. Yeah, uh, just big, bad, very evil things that you find out more. And then it wraps up in the end where they confront the evil. Yep. That's a good um, recap. Now, during that, he also meets uh, both of the brothers have a good cast that's usually supporting them, yes, especially yes. in the anime itself. You kind of see glimpses and pieces of it uh, throughout the actual two-hour movie, like Hughes. Yes. Uh, th- I thought they did a really good job with his character. The look and everything was perfect. The things that were off, again, that it just kind of minor for me personally, but it's the t- these small details are what I really kind of look for. Mm. It's more like um, in the anime, he already had his daughter, and so he had a higher, a really nice relationship with his daughter. And in the se- or the movie at this point, the Netflix movie, his daughter wasn't even born yet. Yeah. So it showed a similar relationship that he had with his wife. It was good uh, it in terms of what they're trying to convey to the audience. But the people who are like long-term fans and deep fans of the series, which I can't say I am because I only made it halfway through. Mm-hmm. But that part was pivotal for me because, again, that was the first anime I ever dropped because I was – almost offended by what they did with one of the yeah. characters because it was just so outside of my normal expectations. I wasn't used to that. Yeah. So when that actually happened and I can kind of finally continue on a little bit longer, but I see those small differences where it makes it less heartfelt for me because now it's like I don't have as much of a connection with this guy yeah. as what I did in the actual anime. I wanted him to go see his daughter. And yeah. Every time he talked about her, it was funny to me. It was always a good comic relief. It was like his baby girl he wants to. And that's why I think was they had to kind of cut ties with that because you can't. It's hard to uh, show that emotion in a two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. When the anime, it did episodes like they literally was investigating things, and Colonel Mustang was hosting them. So you got to see him be his goofy self, but he was he was intelligent and got serious immediately. Like you, his whole demeanor would change when it came to came to his stuff like he loved his family but he knew that when it's time to get real serious he would do it 
Um, I think they had a great actor that did played the role perfectly. Now, uh, you mentioned Colonel Mustang. Uh, I mean, who yeah. Is this? yeah. I'm sorry. I was I was who I was referring to earlier Hughes? was Hughes. Hughes. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, Lieutenant Hughes. But Colonel Mustang is his best friend. Okay. Um, and he is uh, the Flame Alchemist. Basically, he has these cool ass. These cool gloves. They're like igniter gloves. Yeah, they they are used to do his fire alchemy mm-hmm. that he does. It that the it's on his own symbol, and he's known as the Flame Alchemist. He's awesome. Um, they try to capture a cool scene in the anime in this film that he does to someone, and it kind of works. But again, it honestly it falls short. Falls short. It just because of because of. It's the build-up. Yeah, it's just a build-up. It's again, animates again, just like books and uh, animes and like any any material that has the long things of packaging, it allows you to really know the characters and see development that is more coherent and true to nature. Like you know exactly how how pain how painful things are happening to this character, make them snap one day and do something. Because it's just like wow, when you see that highlight, it's different than when you see an anime because. I'd see it in a from an anime and movie comparison because the movie makes things happen so quick that you're like, oh, is it? It's there's no real build up, but in the anime, you know that he's been building up towards this thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like there's a messed up person who's uh, who is I forgot the name of the doctor, but basically he wants to get recertified as a state alchemist, and was that he, Tucker? Yeah, it was t- oh yeah, it was Tucker. Right? Why did things escape I think, me? I think it was the other one that you were thinking of in terms of. Do you remember the other? Oh doctor? yeah, the other doctor, yeah. uh, Meow, Meow. See, that's M-I- the one I could, M-I-O-H or something. I don't know. That's the okay. one I don't remember. There's, there's two doctors. Though. Basically, yeah. Tucker is the uh, alchemist who did the uh, chimeras, and he does it by exchanging human souls. He first one. You might have seen the meme of a little girl. And a dog kind of fused together meme, and people make jokes of. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's all, I I probably see it thing. weekly. It's I mean, from, I this, it's from of, Full Metal Alchemist. I follow a lot of anime pages on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. I see this joke all over the place. Pretty much everywhere. Weekly, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, he's known as one of the worst dads of all time. Yes. So worst I mean, dads. it's saying quite a lot just with that. Now, kind of uh, backtracking, there was one more other important there character that I feel was more important in the anime than it really was in this, the movie, which was Winry. Winry, yes. But they did a... How yeah. did you think um, when they introduced Winry, how did you think they did with her character, as well as her dynamic with um, Edward? Again, you can... Uh, I liked the actress who played Winry in this film. I she think did she a did job. a great job. Yeah, I think the only gripes are like cosmetic ones where they awesome. made the brothers blonde Winry's blonde in the anime as well but the actress wasn't blonde and it's kind of weird because yeah. what we noticed was this only applied to Winry's character yeah and every other character Roy Mustang Hughes Edward all of them they looked there they actually had the exact same hairstyle and color of yeah who they were playing of their counterparts yeah. in the anime but when it comes to Winry she was the only one where even though she did a great job, nothing against it, where they changed her cosmetically. And I thought that was a little strange. Why is it out of all the characters, she was the one that's like almost different? Yeah, not not wearing. Yeah. And I think, may, and I thought at first maybe it's like she didn't want to get the whole dyed spray. 
blonde hair because she's a movie actress. You might have to do other movies right after. She wore a wig. And yeah, that's I exactly mean, what they jumped into like different ways. Words. But so, it know. works. It's a movie. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it just the movie suffers from just cutting a lot of plot details from the anime into one thing. Important plot. And details. making other characters uh, in position of power who didn't act that way, or cutting characters that are iconic characters like uh, Armstrong. Um, so we have a few of our scar and stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, exactly. A few characters in particular that you just mentioned that I kind of want to go into just briefly. Yeah. And the reason why is because both of these characters to me is what kind of really made the show when I was still watching it. <laughs> scar was great for uh, comedy relief. He, or not Scar, um, uh, Armstrong. Armstrong. Was like, Scar. He was hilarious. He was a good character. Uh, and again, his character look was almost iconic. Yes. Yeah, just very muscular. Muscular. Had like that one hair. Blonde, yeah, blonde hair. Nice uh, barber shop stash. And he was like the manly men of all men. Yeah. And again, he was a good guy. He also backed up the brothers a lot. Yes. He helped him out whenever he could. And so the fact that they didn't include him in the two-hour movie was not even as, like, somebody off. They just didn't include his character at all was a little kind of strange for us. And then the second one was Scar. Now, why was Scar kind of important? Because, again, that was a big thing in the anime. they talk about – so Scar is important because they talk about this war called the uh, Chimera – not the Chimera, the uh, Kavalsen. The Civil War. It's a. There's a big war that the anime, uh, the Karabar. It's a big war. I'm trying. The name is just escaping me right now. But basically, it's this another nation of people who in anime were. Uh, of, uh, I want to say because it takes place in Europe. It, they were more of an Asian, uh, Middle Eastern. It's called descent. the Ishval Civil War. Ishval Civil War. So they're more of a Middle Eastern appearance, and mm-hmm. they're big in the anime. Of. Uh, uh, Plot to Scar comes from that 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 continent of people, and he wants revenge because of something the military did to his nation. Uh, they talk about the war, but Scar doesn't take any any. He's not in this movie at all. I think Scar is a cool character because of what you find out in the anime. That's kind of like live actions like these are ones where it's cool to like. You just direct them instead of having someone watch live action. You be like, hey, go watch. The anime, if you want more detail. Why Scar was kind of iconic was you never... The more information you got out of him or you got from him, the more you were almost able to relate with him. He starts off and you genuinely think this is a bad guy. You think, hey, they need to stop him. He's terrible. He's killing things, killing people. He's killing alchemists. You genuinely feel like, oh, this is the bad guy of this series. And then you find out pretty much a type of truth that makes you almost justify what he's doing. So when you take out something that big from an actual movie or from the series itself and create a movie, again, for us people who know details, it's very apparent. If you know absolutely nothing about the series, then you might be okay with it because it's not like you would have known it anyway. I want to do something to wrap it up because I, I feel like we're I'm gonna want to go right into uh, spoiler territory. If you're interested in, by all means, listen. I'm gonna set a ten minute timer, uh, and I'm gonna just jump into plot stuff just so we don't be around the bush. Uh, but before I do that, I'm gonna just say we can give our little rating of what we think of the movie. Yeah, I mean, overall, when I kind of when I look at it, 
Full Metal Alchemist is known as one of the greatest anime of all time for many, many people, not just Ernest. Yes. And the thing is, is, it's been on many different lists. And it's also old. I mean, it started around 2003, 2004. Yeah, 2003 was the first anime. This was a weird one because uh, 2003 was the first anime adaptation of it. But because of it going trying to go follow how the manga was and being such a popular series, uh, the anime caught up to the manga pretty quickly where the creator was still writing. So they took the idea of almost like how Dragon Ball GT was more this the studio made. Uh, 2003's towards the end, they just did their own idea of what they think the story would go to. And they uh, kind of did their own ending that it's cool when I first saw it, but when I finally saw the anime adaptation that is based strictly on the book, uh, the manga, the two thousand that came out in 2009, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Oh, it's like a fine wine that you've been waiting for for. for a it's just, time. it was just so amazing. That's why, and that's really why it's my my favorite anime of all times. That Brotherhood is just so amazing. And I would say one thing about this movie that I did, because uh, I haven't watched Brother. I own like the whole series in Blu-ray, but I haven't watched it in years. This this movie has made me go back. Like I want to rewatch the show because I had things that happened in the movie, and and John was like, "Hey, did that happen in the show?" And I was like. I don't remember that. I don't think so. And then I looked up my phone and I saw what he was talking about. I was like, oh, I guess I did, but not like that. And it just makes me go, let me want to go back and probably do an actual archives of it because I want to talk about my favorite I mean, it's anime. over 10 years old. Yeah. So at this point, I genuinely think it would vibe. With it would vibe with our, our anime ideas, archives, yeah. a genuine archive podcast. Okay. Now, what about this um kind of really stood out to you in terms of before we go into spoilers for the series what's the difference that you noticed with the movie and the actual uh, show did you, was there anything uh, did the show have like good music that kind of made it stand out did you notice um, like because i noticed um whenever we watch a live action for instance like crows when we watched crows uh, at this point they had pretty good music selection in there yeah when we watched gaunt's uh, music for, um, or when I watched Gantz, uh the live action, they had a couple songs that would play throughout that movie that was really good. Kind of like what they also do with the anime. When it comes to a full metal, I don't remember in terms of music or sound effects anything that really stood out. Like for me personally. I, I honestly don't remember music at all. Exactly. I just remember. It, it almost uh, felt like lifeless like yeah. for me personally because again, one of the things we talked about um, when we were off air was like Brotherhood. You said had one of the best intros, like, yeah, opening, ever. yeah, openings. And continue, uh, and that's tough because a lot Brotherhood and the movie does right. Like there is mystery and stuff that little by little in episodes you learn, find details, and then another little arc happen. But this movie just, I think this movie just is doing way. It just a tough anime to put everything in and then what they want to they want to show iconic villains and characters that if you do it this way you should have just maintained it to maybe either do it how the jojo live action has done a movie where they instead of doing the first jojo uh arc they just say hey, we're going to jump into uh the fourth arc uh um or they could have done like a mob psycho approach yeah. because what they did for the mob psycho was they made it like 12 13 episodes Love action yeah. and they did a Even really good job that was on netflix i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. and so when i think of like a review like what is your overall kind of yeah. stamp for this what i think of is if you have no knowledge of the series 
and you have a good two hours to kill. You want to be entertained. The CGI is not corny. I think they did a good job in terms of the alchemy effect, in terms of the chimera. I think there's some good things that they definitely did that aesthetically that's visually uh, pleasing. Yeah. But if you are a genuine fan of the series, it feels like what they do is they almost add a bunch of sprinkles to make it look good, and it feels very lifeless because there's no good before and after music. There's nothing that goes in terms of uh, sound effects uh, throughout it. And what I mean is like uh, music that kind of goes through throughout the, um, the movie. Right. The characters, I feel they did a, a decent job on like Mustang, for instance, but I feel like they rushed it and it just doesn't feel like there was a lot of depth. I mean, even in terms of Mustang, what they did was they started with the movie and they were uh, at the movie and they almost made it seem like Edward and Mustang were like enemies. That's how it looked from the outside perspective if you only watched the movie. Like, they had a bad relationship. Mm. And then they don't obviously work on mending that. They don't have too much, like, talking too much like that. Magically, like, now they're on each other's side. And so, again, if you're looking for, like, a jack-of-all-trades kind of movie where it's a little bit of everything, a little visually pleasing, a little nice, you can kind of get a rough, basic story, this might be a good one for you. If you've been a, are a fan of the series like Ernest or even a half fan like myself where I still remember a lot of good details from the anime or I'll see random clips on Facebook of fight scenes that are incredibly entertaining, I, I would say, I mean, for myself, I mean, it was really painful to watch compared to some of the other ones that we have had the luxury of seeing. So my overall rating would be, again, I would recommend a pass. But again... If you are a genuine fan of this series, I would want you to at least try. I always want people to support this because, again, I feel like live actions do get a bad rep. Some of them definitely can be good. My next one in live action that I want to see is the live action of uh, Kakeguri. Like, that's one I definitely want to check out and kind of go from there. What was your overall kind of stamp before we go into the spoiler territory? What's your overall kind of last opinion on this? in terms of what would you rate it? Would you recommend it? Honestly, I... I I would say if you was a fan of the series uh, and you wanted to just see how the live action is, watch 10, 15 minutes of it. And after you watch those 10 to 15 minutes, you would know exactly where the movie's going. Um, I don't think it brought... I think it was just a cool, like, seeing your, 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 your show come alive, but... Honestly, some things aren't meant to be live-action films. I think what uh, the ones that we liked a lot, like Crows, um, Crows is great because it's it doesn't have a manga uh, anime ab- adaptation of it. You don't have something you can be like, oh, this this was left out and this is not. That's why I think it's tough when you watch something like this because again, I'm going there saying, why are they doing this way? Why is this cut? Why? And it's I'm going very I'm not going there to really enjoy the film and. When the film takes you out of it, where you're on your phone or you're just standing up in the the room, like we're we watching our hotel room, so we're standing up. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, it just it just doesn't add well. And because how they did certain things to put put characters away, uh, they took out they they did things where I was like, why would they do that and then give hope for a second film? Because they they took out some pretty pretty tough people that were significant to the main overall plot of the, mm-hmm. the film of the anime. But being that said, I, I would honestly pass on it. Uh, I, I don't think you should watch it. I think if you, if you saw the trailer and was interested and, in, uh, the light interested in seeing the characters and what they were doing, 
just watch some anime. Just go on Netflix. It's same. It's on Netflix too. Just look up Brotherhood and watch it. I literally was. I put them on Netflix. Say Full Metal. It showed the 2003 one. You can definitely skip on that one. Just go right into Brotherhood. Yeah, just go into Brotherhood. Watch Brotherhood. It's it's the best. And if you loved it so much and you want to check out the other one, then do it. it but I, I don't want to give you something and say, hey, this series is going to be great. Because two hours is a long time. And there's a lot better uh, live action uh, just shows that aren't animes that get that can give you that thing. Like mm-hmm. uh, like Mob Psycho. There's another live action of uh, Erased that was a good anime. Uh, I heard that one anime. was really good. Uh, it just I I think uh, episodic would be good. I think when you put squeeze everything together, that you, when you take an episode that is from episode five and you take an episode from episode uh, forty eight in the anime and then you put them all together, it's going to become a kind of mess. But yeah, uh, so right now I'm just going to jump in. Like I was going to do ten minutes, but I'm just going to do a five minute spoiler thing, just so we can just because uh, what we are hoping to do after this is talk about some. Uh, uh, the 2018 uh, Crunchyroll's Crunchy Anime Awards and yep. just break down the list just so we have a little bit more stuff to talk about in this episode and have fun with it, joke around. But uh, right now, if you are listening and you don't want to hear any more about Full Metal Alchemist, bro- uh, the live-action film, I'm going to set a five-minute timer starting now. All right. All right. Let's jump into spoilers. Here, let's hit it. Okay. Uh, oh, this movie was hard to swallow but it uh it, it did some things where it uh i i saw potential but i think it really falls flat towards the middle of the film uh the beginning kind of gives you the idea about the philosopher's stone uh moving towards uh him meeting tucker and him going off in his quest and tucker be, revealing himself to be a bad guy but then they introduced this guy named uh uh was it, it wasn't colonel it was general general hakuro some general and, and he was not he's not in the anime at all like he's probably based off anime characters i think he's based off bradley and someone else he must be based on bradley uh but yeah and then so what you said was perfect yeah. it was like you have one guy where you expect to be the bad guy and then two other people come up and they're like on the yeah. bad guy and then he comes back pretty much just general and he's like no guys ha, i'm the bad guy and then he gets murked dies like I mean, for an alchemist or for that guy to die how he did, it was literally the equivalent of like Leon dying from the first zombie of Resident Evil. Yeah. He watches people literally walk towards him. He doesn't sense any killing intent. He doesn't once try to block himself, and he immediately thinks these things that have stones in them, philosopher's yeah. stones in them, that are from a bunch of dead people, are immediately going to follow his orders. Yeah, and he wants to use them to make a. Army. An army that, that he can control. Like, why would you? First off, his idea was like to put people's souls into him and control him. But like, what? Don't do something without knowing for sure it's gonna work. And don't make a full army that can destroy everything. And they look kind of ugly. They look like grotesque. Have you ever seen the movie uh, uh, The Covenant? They look like the 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 people in that movie. The freaking. The beans. There's these white bald head dudes. You ever seen the Covenant? Uh, no, the but Covenant? I do know that those Covenant. things that you just described, the Covenant, and at least in Full Metal, were ugly. Definitely Alien ugly. Series. It was even ugly, kind of ugly CGI. Like, yeah. That part, the start, like you said, the start was good, but once they got kind of in the middle of it, towards the end, especially because the last uh, fight scene, for instance, that yes. was in the movie, 
was definitely not the last fight scene in the actual anime. Yeah. And it was dramatically less pleasing. Yeah, and they brought the homunculi lie in it, but they killed one of the two biggest ones very early on. Uh, that being Envy and Wrath. Uh, not, it's not Wrath. Because Wrath is her name. Envy and Lust. Lust, yes. yeah, it was Lust. Uh, and Envy in the anime... Literally after we finish recording this, I want to watch it again. But in in uh, anime, Envy, and in the live action, Envy ends up do- uh, being defeated by Colonel Mustang. And there's a different meaning in it because uh, it comes to find out that uh, Colonel Envy killed Colonel Mustang's best friend, uh, Lieutenant Hughes. He murdered him uh, because he got because uh, Lieutenant Hughes found out too much about what they were doing. And basically, what they're doing was to make a philosopher's stone. You got to sacrifice. In the anime, it's bigger. Like you got to sacrifice pretty much mil- thousands upon thousands of people. Yeah. But in the the show, it was just like, hey, you kill a few pr- prisoners and you can make philosopher's stone. You just need to sacrifice some human lives. But that wasn't even the cold thing. Yeah. What was the real cold the, thing? The coldest thing was Envy. First became because uh, Lieutenant Hughes is wounded and he's running because he got wounded by lust and he's taking out to try to call Mustang to say, hey man, what well, they. This is what's going on. Get to this lab, and everything will be revealed. He ends up uh, not being able to make the phone call as he's calling Colonel Mustang. He sees him behind him. He's like Roy, and Roy, and then it basically is implied Roy shoots him and gets played for murder. But it goes back to that scene later on, and basically uh, he knew it wasn't Roy because Roy answers it on the phone saying, "Hey man, what's going on?" And then he was about to attack Roy immediately, but as he's about to attack him. Uh, Envy changes into changes his appearance into his wife, Hughes and he just Hughes's wife, and he just saw his wife and just couldn't do it. Right, and do it. Right. then he yeah. gets shot. Like yeah. he turns right back into uh, Roy and, and shoots him, and he just dies there. Just telling his final words, saying, "Go to this place at Hangar Five, and things just happen. People die. Shit gets crazy. <laughs> uh, I just would just skip the movie. It's just." There's too much stuff added on that it doesn't make sense overall. And they kill the homunculi really quick, and then they give you hope that there's going to be more to the series. And those characters are too important to die. And that right there was your five-minute quick spoiler recap of Ugh. what happened in Full Metal Alchemist, the Netflix movie. We ourselves, again, you heard it from both of us. You heard it from a legit fan for, for years. Yeah. You heard it from someone like me that's almost a casual when it comes to the series. Not as passionate about it. We both would recommend to pass it. Just pick up the actual anime. Yeah. And again, if you're on Netflix and you can choose to watch the live action for two hours or spend two hours and watch the anime, we genuinely both can say without a shadow of a doubt it would be better time spent to just watch the live action. Uh, the, the anime. anime. Yeah, oh, I almost messed that yeah, up. You almost, yeah. It'd be oh, better to spend those two hours, you. watch the anime, and get close and be like, oh, things are interesting because... There's a lot of cool characters that this live action just doesn't include. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, because we're kind of going low on time, I'm going to run through uh, the list. Yeah, so we want to talk about the Crunchyroll Now Awards. Yeah. We just want to talk about some uh, who, who won, what the category was, who won it, and if we agreed or disagreed. And if yes. we disagreed, what was the other selection that we would rather have had? And this is just on kind of the main stuff that we – can say that we know i mean again there might be categories where i didn't know any of the theme songs and when i voted oh. i just voted randomly because i didn't check out all five theme songs i didn't know oh yeah the theme songs i listened to but because i had time 
And I picked the one I just liked from Michelle. It wasn't, like it wasn't in any of the ones I liked. Mm. And we hope to, like, we, we did our best choice, but we hope to uh, next year when it's coming up to the end of the year for anime, we do something like this of uh, what we, uh, our own little, who we you thought know, was the best like protagonist. Live kind of reactions yeah. would be good because I see oh, a yeah, lot of watch, that'd be cool too. like, just our live reactions, our debating yeah. of it. That would be nice. So because then we still supporting Crunchyroll. Yeah, 2019, we might actually just uh, make it to where um, the next time we do the Crunchyroll Awards, we'll just do live reactions. Live we'll reactions. Watch yeah. it, check it out, and see if it makes if that's what we, we agree done. or disagree. All right. Okay, let's just go down the list a little bit. I do one category. You want to do one? Yep. All right. All right. Let's start. Uh, I'm going to start off with best uh, protagonist. Uh, the nominees were. Uh, Remiru Tempest from the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, Retsuko from Agrasuko. Uh, Yomeko Jabami from Kakagiri. Joe from uh, Megalo Box. And then Violet Evergarden from Violet Evergarden. And then Sakuto Azusaga from Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Simple. Sakuta. What? Sakuta. I said Sakuta. I said Sakuta. Okay. Right, we can How about like, you? Uh, let me say my words and butcher it, then you say afterwards. All right, all right. All right. But the winner was uh, Rimu from Rimu. I don't even know why they Rimuru. Rimuru from the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Rimuru. So, what do you think of this category? Do you agree? Do you disagree? I think uh, this one's a tough one because all of them, it's great animes that people hold like most. I just think. The time I got reincarnated is more popular. It's definitely more to popular. All of them, sure. and it was more recent in people's minds. Uh, Joe uh, Megalobox, Joe from Megalobox already ended. Not a lot of people watch sports animes. Mm-hmm. Talked about it before. Violet Evergarden was a Netflix exclusive. Some people don't have Netflix yeah, have or use Netflix to watch anime. And I heard things about Violet Evergarden, like the character, like it's more of the the stories that she's part of mm-hmm. that they like more, not her. Himself. Yeah, her actual um, character. I think my wife would have loved uh, Red Suko to win because she loves uh, Agritsuko. That's a great anime. And then, I highly recommend that one. I know you have uh, you like the last two girls, uh, uh, y- uh, Yumiko and uh, Sakuda from their respective animes. Um, yes. But I would have picked Ramu. Remember? I did pick it myself when I voted. So. See, when I voted, I picked uh, Sakuta from Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny just because yeah. I'm a fanboy of the series. Yeah. But when I actually look at the list, my favorite protagonist, the one I enjoyed the most, was uh, Yumiko from Kakaguri. As a human, she was incredibly fascinating, and I loved her character mm-hmm. out of all of them. It was my favorite protagonist. So, again... The Rimuru uh, Tempest from that time I got reincarnated as a slime was voted the best protagonist out of all of them from 2018. Yes. That's a pretty big, pretty nice. big feat right there, especially for a new anime. So congrats for that. Now we're going on best antagonist, so the villain. So we got All for One from My Hero Academia, Ryo Asuka from Devil May Cry Baby, Akane Shinjo from SSS Gridman, Yuri from Megalo Box. Uh, Toku Shiro Tsurumi from Golden Kamui and uh, Momonga Momonga from Overlord, right? That's how you yeah, say that's it? the main guy. Yeah, that's the main guy. Momonga. So, in terms of those, I voted for my boy um, Momonga from Overlord 3 because I don't see anyone ever being able to be a worst yeah, prog- I mean, best protagonist from that. So, 
I voted for him. The winner was all for one from My Hero Academia, which makes sense. Very popular. The fight yeah. scene with him uh, against uh, All Might. Oh, gives you goosebumps with the flame kind of uh, flame flickering a little bit. Then he reignites it to go one last all like yeah. fight. Again, with the music playing, it's hard not to like get sucked into it. So As in, that's yeah. for best antagonist. Now I'm I'm hearing some reservations from you. Yeah. What do you think? What was your thing for best antagonist? Uh dang. I also voted for uh, Momonga because uh, I thought he was. Overlord 3, of course, we talked about. That was my favorite anime. I just think he's a great villain. I love smart, cunning villains. Uh, All for One is shown to be smart, but I just think what happens is kind of dumb. And the fight scene, don't get me wrong. The fight scene is hype. I just think there's fight scenes I saw that was more hype than that. I just think My Hero Academia has just brought in a new crowd of anime fans. Mm -hmm. And just it was just a really cool fight seeing that. Um, I just don't think he was a great villain because everything kind of wrapped up with a nice golden bow. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't Momoga, I would have picked Rio from uh, uh, Devilman Crybaby because at the end of that series, it's 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 devastating. Uh, like all the stuff that he did led to him feeling worse about himself. So, and and that series is just like, hey, the the villain kind of wins. Yeah, the villain wins, and he just left. Nothing. Regretting, like, yeah. why did I even do this? Just to repeat. All right. Uh, now we're going to go on to the categories of best boy and best girl. Uh, best girl will be reserved for John. I'm going to hold my opinions myself in that category. But we're going to talk about best boy. And the nominees were Izuku uh, Midoroya. Mid- How can I stop going so fast? Itsuku Midi Midoriya. Midori? Forget it. Deku. I want to say Deku. What was the first one? <laughs> uh, uh, Kotaru uh, Tatsumi from Zombieland Saga. I didn't even watch that one. That Did one was good. Yeah. Good? Oh, yeah. That's uh, pretty much the guy who gets all the zombies together. He's like the main guy. Oh, cool. uh, the only like main guy in there. So. Uh, one is Honda San from Skullface Bookseller. Honda San. That's a good one. Uh, one is, uh, again, Sakuta. Is that the same dude? Yeah, from Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Ooh. Nominated for two categories. Pretty cool. Uh, oh, even Joe is. And uh, Haida from Agrisuko and Joe from Megalobox. So uh, there's a lot of good people in that. I category. voted for Deku, to be honest. I'm well, just going to say well, straight why up. Why would you vote for Deku? Because I. Why is he best boy? He. I Again, I love underdogs. Uh, and he's the best underdog out of all of them. So you only voted him because of he's an who, underdog story? He's an underdog story, and he is always – he cares about his friends and stuff. Best boy means he's there. He's – he's and out of those guys, if I want to be friends with any of them, I want to be friends with Deku. Fuck that. I'll be friends with Deku real quick. I don't want to be friends quick. with Deku. I'd be, I'd be cool with Deku. Me and him, out of all of them, the only like there's the two ones to be friends with. First is Honda-san from Skullface. That guy (laughs) is great. He's hilarious, (laughs) and he will recommend whatever you want in terms of anime and manga, regardless of whatever category you're into. He's hilarious. I didn't even watch. But in terms of actual like other friend, it would have to be Sakuta. (laughs) Real character development, real dynamic. Guy doesn't cry every episode. Actually, shows him progressing Deku as a human. Deku would Detroit smash his face in. Yeah, and then cried afterwards for yep, those five years, bad. and no one would have cared. <laughs> have Sakura doesn't have magic powers. Uh, 
He was literally out of this whole series. He's the only normal human as best boy. Joe is normal. He just has these freaking robot things he does fighting. It's just a the soap. Uh, that doesn't sound normal to me. A f- crazy future. His like, Sakura's world's not normal. People have a uh, freaking adolescent syndrome. Yeah, that's not, that's not normal. I people mean, just disappear. It's a lot more normal than people that getting is normal. I got a cork. Actually, I don't even have a cork. I was given a cork. I, I didn't say that was normal. I'm just saying Joe's world is... As uh, you can see, right. we will disagree about best boy uh, at this point. Right. We have to leave that. Boy. We have to hop into the real category. The only category out of all categories that means something to anyone. If you win this category, then that means you're the true winner of the year. And if you don't win this category, then that means the gods have spoken. You are not the best girl. I'm not going to say anything about so, this. So, when it comes to this... Best girl nominees were Mai Sakurajima from Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, Anzu from Hina Matsuri, Hina Miyaki from A Place Further Than the Universe, mm. Lila, uh, Lily Hoshikawa from Zombieland Saga, uh, uh, Asira, Asirpa, yeah, that's a weird ass name, Asirpa <laughs> from Golden Kamui. I know what she looks like, but it's hard to say. Yeah, and then Nadashiko uh, Kagamihara. From Laid Back Camp, which I actually wanted to see Laid Back Camp too. So in terms of this, I never seen like uh, Laid Back Camp, but I was told it was pretty much just this uh, isolated girl that just pretty much uh, camps by herself, meets random people, and it's just like outdoorsy type oh, of anime. Ep- every yeah. episode's different. Yeah, yeah just like About her being she, in like yeah, yeah situation by herself. Yeah. I watched some of Golden Kamui. It was actually really good. It like yeah, it's good. It's it gets dark quick. Uh, very good though. Lily uh, Hoshikawa from Zombieland uh, Land Saga. I'm not really a fan of her character and that myself. She's I a zombie, think, right? She, yeah. I don't think she should be, be even on the list, like, <laughs> at all whatsoever. Now, I watched probably three-fourths of Zombieland Saga. Her character never stood out whatsoever. <laughs> I'm all there. Yeah, yeah. So, like, doesn't really stand out for me. We have uh, Hinata Miyaki from A Place Further Than the Universe. I've never seen that anime. I've only heard wonderful things about it. So I can't say anything about her. Anzu from Hina Matsuri, which would be a great runner-up. Out of everyone, she should definitely be a solid number two. If you haven't seen Hina Matsuri, please yeah. go back to our other podcast. We've talked about her and that uh, series in detail. It's very good. But the real winner, the true best girl of 2018. Yeah. And... The voice actor will probably be best girl of 2019. Oh I hope, uh, freaking hope will be not, guys. My Sakurajima from oh, Rascal oh, Does oh, Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. She is the ultimate dream girl of all time. There is nobody of, 2000, my, oh, of 20, no, nobody in 2018. Don't can say ever all time it. and then tell me earlier that you would choose Reptilia from uh, Shield Hero quicker than anything. As of There'd right now, I would still choose Reptilia over Maya Soccer Gym. Yeah, so but can't. it's not really saying much because, again, it's the same voice actor. So it's like, hey, it's almost the same character. Not the same person. And we'll see. Not the same voice person. Different. But again, she thoroughly enjoys it. Her dynamic with uh, the main character, Sakuta, is on point. She's very witty, very helpful, very understanding. She is the most understanding character female on this list. This- Hands down. Quick question. Choosing best girl, does that mean you want to creep on her too? Or no? What do you mean I would creep on her? Like creep like you would take her out on a date and I would totally creep on this girl. I would show her whatever she wanted. But wouldn't Reptilia be even creepier because like she's raised as a kid and not necessarily because if you actually read the manga, 
uh, or the light novel, uh, Reptilia's mind grows uh, with her body. So, technically speaking, she's like 23 in the actual series. So, which is that of an adult. A little weird, a little different, but again, let's just be honest. Now, in anime, it's there's like always going to be something that's a little like weird, a, often different. Now, never, I'm not going to compare it. I was going to do monsters and demi-humans. And, again... You'll see by the middle to the end, especially if you read Shield Hero, that Raftilia definitely does not come across as a child whatsoever. She breaks that dynamic very, very. Right now in the the anime, is it more like her teen years right now? Or Um, do you think she's in her 20s right now? See, that's the thing. It's like her level, or just the last one said like 39 or 40. Yeah. And so, I mean, it doesn't make sense because she came across a lot more as an adult when it comes to uh, the light novels, especially where at the that series level? is at. Yeah, where the series is at right okay. now. Not just reading. And so, but that's, in my opinion, and also just reading one and watching the other because the other one just came out. So, what are the next two categories that we're going to choose for the Crunchyroll Awards? Um, it's, there's a, we're going to. We're just gonna say uh, the the winners of these next two, because mm-hmm. uh, unless you you liked uh, best ending sequences, because some of them I didn't know of. If you want wanted to talk about beginning, but we'll just run through them. We won't talk about it too long. Uh, so the next sequences, the next ones are best opening sequence and best ending sequence. And I'll just run right through them. The names. Uh, the first one is Kiss of Death by Mika Nakashima and uh, and Hyde, and that's from Darlene the Franks. Uh, next one is f- Friction, f- Fiction, Fiction by Sumika, and that was from Botako. Love is hard for Otaku. Uh, next one is Deal with the Devil by Tai Tai Keke, and that's from T- Tia. And that's oh, from that's, yeah by Tia. And that's Fine. from uh, Kakaguri, mm-hmm. Compulsive Gambler. Next one is Pop Team Epic. Uh, that, that one's hers a good comedy anime actually, and that is by Sumire uh, Sumire. Uesaka by from the anime Pop Team Epic, and Agrisuko's theme is by uh, Mira Jam, Agrisuko, and then Fighting. Oh my gosh! Actually, I gotta talk about this. Fighting Gold by Koda. Oh my gosh! Oh, jo- from JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, Golden Wind. Oh, this was a disappointing. They should not put Golden Wind uh, the opening on here and not have. Any of the characters from any of the list, because I would have picked Jermel and so many ones. But anyways, the winner was Kiss of Death by Mika Nakashima and and Hyde from Darling and the Franks, which I did not finish that anime because just like uh, Kill a Kill, when things get a little too creepy for me, I gotta back up. I was like, if it's, it becomes a little too creep fest, I'm like, I can't watch this anime no more. I can't if I can't watch it in public. They're telling me something that maybe I shouldn't watch this. I got about halfway through it before I stopped. <laughs> and myself. then I saw comments of people saying they messed up the story. Like they were going, it was getting good, and then they're like, <gasps> I mean, the <laughs> main what the main writer got threatened because oh. of they wanted pretty much the main character to go with zero two instead of one of the other characters. The freaking person who created the series was getting threats <laughs> over who a fictional character was going to go with. You're, people so, really do this in real life. People, people, people will be upset. like, oh my gosh. I'm just saying, oh. if you do that, if you send any dirty letter to anyone that put their heart and soul into something yeah. like this, 
and because it wasn't due to your expectation or who they got with and i've been crushed by stuff like that yeah, as yeah. well you are a dirty human being and you For need sure. to meditate and relax and probably like yeah and medicate you just you're just crazy because it's you're listening you're what you're reading someone else's story they're not reading yours so you can pick whoever you want, but in the end, the, the author is who creates it. You just digest it. You can agree to disagree. Now, um, did you agree with this, though? Uh, did you agree with the opening theme song by Kiss to Death? Do you know? I like about Coda. I, ne- yeah. I, I never finished uh, Dunlin' Frankston. Its main opening didn't like hold any significance to my development. Mm-hmm. It, it's not on my phone, if that's what you're asking. That's fair. All right. I liked uh, Deal with the Devil by Kakaguri, only because I feel like it really set, the, it set a good tone for uh, yes. a gambling anime. So in terms of uh, ending sequence, we got Akasuki no Requiem by uh, Linked Horizon. It's Attack on Titan Season 3's opening. Wow. We have... Kakate Koyo by uh, Nakamura Emi. That's Megalobox. We have REF Rain by Amir. That's After the Rain. I've actually never even heard of that anime. We have Star Overhead by The Pillows, FLCL Alternative. Fly Me to the Star by Starlight Kakugumi. Uh, Revu Starlight and Spiky Seeds by The Pillows, FLCL Progressive. So, I mean, good on The Pillows. I didn't see any of the FLCL. FLCL. I so need to, too. Yeah, I need uh, to. We yeah. need to do a little thing of that. That's, yeah, Maybe I mean, as we, when we go through our archive of uh, Fully Cooley. Yeah, we can, then we can just hit we can, all three of them. Yeah, we can have and that would be perfect. Because at that cool. point, we'd be able to go through each one and how each one has a main character, a different yeah. main character. So in terms of this, did you uh, agree? Because uh, the one that won was Akasuki no Requiem from Attack on Titan. Do you think that was the best ending sequence? Do you uh, when I was going through the list of listening to them all, I thought that one hyped me up the most. But it's tough because, again, I didn't watch. I think what really makes the ending, opening and ending song is when you watch the anime. Because, like, we talked about one previous where it ended in uh, that new anime we were talking about, the the two, Love is War, mm-hmm. uh, where there was a cool ending song that you found just by that episode. episode. Special for that. And it was cool where you should watch some of the plot and see and how it, it ends perfectly. I just picked the Attack on Titan season three because I I was familiar with that. I was watching season three. I just stopped for a little bit, and yeah, just I didn't know the other ones just yet. See, ironically, I actually used to listen to Star Overhead from the Pillows yeah. before I even knew that was a uh, ending song, and that's only because they were on Spotify. So I really mm-hmm. like that song. I mean, out of all of them, I don't know too much about Attack on Titan as well as Megalo Box, so. I'm a fanboy of the pillows. I have to choose one of them. Like, mm. and I, that's what I did. That one was a great one for me. Um, we're going to say the winners of these uh, next ones. Well, there's a couple categories, but we don't care about most of these categories. Yeah. Like, we only want to go through the important stuff. So I'd say uh, let's jump say, into anime of the year. Yeah. Right? So let's go anime of the year. We'll yeah, go best fight. continuing series, best fight. That's a great one. Best fight. Yeah. That's it. Good. And then at that point, we had the very bottom where it was like, which animes with the most nominations? So we can, it would be good to kind of go through that. So let's start with the Crunchyroll's 2018 anime of the year. So the nominees were Devilman Crybaby, Place Further Than the Universe, Megalobox, Violet Evergarden, Hinamatsuri. Uh, Hinama, yeah, Hinamatsuri, right. right, and Zombieland Saga, and 
I think if you've been paying attention, the winner has always been the first one we said in the list because the list basically pointed out. So the winner of that anime of the year was Devilman Crybaby. Um, all those animes ever said, I know uh, I, I would have picked Devilman Crybaby. Um, I know Place Further the Universe I heard great things about. I'm still fin- watching that uh, anime itself. So some list it actually has one anime of the year for some people. Um, but the rest of them were animes that didn't finish. Or didn't even check out like Zombie Evergarden, uh, Zombie Land Saga, and Violet Evergarden. What do you think of that list? I thought it was a good list. I mean, overall, I can say I didn't. I mean, most of the anime, its list in my anime of the year is obviously different. I mean, we've yes, already yes. talked about we ours talked in about our last ours. episode. So I never watched Devil May Cry Baby all the way through. I only made it to like two or three episodes when mm-hmm. it comes to that. Uh, we already have it on our schedule. We will watch A Place Further Than the Universe. Yes. I heard that's a must-see. I never watched Megalobox because I don't care about boxing. Violent <laughs> Evergarden at this point, I, w- I kind of want to see that. But it just I don't know if I'm in the mood to like tear up. Because yeah, yeah. it just so seems like, kind of dark. Yeah, I mean, it's a, like a plastic doll. We might have to do it for like emotions. a... Uh, we feel like there's a special month that deal with emotions. Maybe like February next year. <laughs> That's a long time from now. Actually, I'll be quiet. <laughs> no, it might be March of next year at March. this point. Oh. <laughs> For the yeah. oh. um, Hina was pr- the anime on this list that genuinely surprised me. It made me laugh. It had some really beautiful, touching moments. So, again, that, if I had to choose between those five, I would want somebody to either watch Devilman Crybaby if they are open to almost being kind of horrified in terms of what anime will kind of dangle in front of you, the dark side of it. But if you're looking for something a lot lighter, a lot more comedy, a lot funnier, then I would recommend Hina Matsuri when it comes to that. Okay. You want to do best uh, so fight scene? So the next one will be best fight scene. So we have um, one of these shouldn't even be a legit fight scene at this point that I'm already looking at. It. <laughs> so we're going to go all for one versus all might. Which we talked about uh, somehow yeah. a little bit earlier. So, the next one was Hina versus Ansu, uh, Naruto versus Sasuke, uh, and Sasuke versus Momoshiki. That one was a great one. Jiren versus Goku, Yami versus Leech, L I C H T, probably saying that wrong. That uh, Black so, Clover and Satan versus Devilman and Devilman Crybaby. So for me in particular, I've actually watched a few of these. I watched Jiren versus Goku. I watched the Naruto and Sasuke versus Momoshiki. I watched Hina and Anzu, and I didn't watch. I, I watched the all uh, for one versus All Might, but yeah. I didn't watch the actual episode. I just watched. The oh, fight. you just watched okay. the fight scene. Right. Out of all the ones that stood out to me, first of all, Hina versus Anzu wasn't a fight. Wasn't no, it was literally like pretty much like a rock paper scissors kind of look the other way with psychic powers type of thing. Not a fight. I mean. Did one get hurt from it? Yes, but was it a legitimate fight? It should it be on the same limit? The same. Who would have won in real life? Who? Well, not in real life, Scoofy. In that anime, who would have won that fight? Truthfully, who? If they fought at full, I power, didn't watch the fight yet. Who it, fought? If they fought at full power, it'd be Hina. Hina was obviously overpowered; like she was the best. Oh, okay. That. But when it comes to like everything else, Jiren versus Goku, Naruto and Sasuke versus Momoshiki. Freaking all for one versus all might. Satan versus Devilman. And then you have Hina versus Anzu. And again, I've watched a good amount of these. That shouldn't be on this damn list. Y'all yeah. are out your damn mind. The one who won was all for might yeah. uh, versus um, I, all for yeah. one. And my favorite out of all these was, if I like honestly looked at it, was probably the Naruto and Sasuke versus Momoshiki. 
I thought that one is great. The one thing Naruto does well is fight scenes. Filler episodes and fight scenes, and it'll get you on one or the other. And that fight between the two, especially because I hate Sasuke with the passion, but seeing him growing up and kind of getting off Naruto's ass a bit, I like it. Mature. Yeah. Stop crying, Sasuke. He's finally a dad. That's trying to ruin people's dreams. I hate it. Yeah. And again, we. We knew all for one we went because just fans. What uh, was your favorite fight scene? I think uh, because I know of the Naruto and Sasuke one, but I, that was that. Honestly, I finished Naruto uh, pretty much last year. I finished all of Naruto series, so I was kind of done with kind of Naruto fight scenes. Mm-hmm. So out of them, I would have picked the Jiren versus Goku fight because yeah. I just thought it was cool. I mean, it was epic at that point. Uh, but uh, next category will be best continuing series. Um, one is. I'm going to actually go a different order. Uh, it's going to be uh, Boruto, Naruto Next Generation. I'm boring. One Piece. <laughs> March. Sorry. March comes in. March comes in like a lion. I actually heard good things about that. Black Clover, uh, Ancient Magnus Bride, and Dragon Ball Super. Um, Dragon Ball Super won. So, boom, boom. Uh, of course, that's going to win. It brought back people's childhood memories. I think Ancient Magnus Bride is a series I'm watching right now with my wife. It's great. It's beautiful. It's touching. And it it goes for those those feels and the chords. Incredibly beautiful. Uh, it's tough for me. One Piece is always a popular series, so it's weird that it didn't win, but I get it. You know, People want to give it back to Dragon Ball Super. Um, March Comes in Lines is a very – it's a different series because it's more about – it's not a, a shonen or fighting one. It's, it's a basically, slice of life yeah. uh, with the shogi. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the girl. Yeah, uh, And then the other ones – these are the ones I always debate with. Should I watch Black Clover as my next, besides my Hero Academia fix mm-hmm. that it stopped? Should I watch Black Clover or should I hop back into Baruto, Naruto Next Generations? I'm always debating with myself. I watch, I start watching another, continue where I was off in like Baruto and I'm like bored. I don't want to see these kids. I don't care. I want to see the adults. Or I watch Black Clover and I'm like, can I really invest myself into this kind of style? Because it is similar to Naruto in that. He wants to be the Wizard King. Or Hokage. Or Hokage. Or, or the King, King of the Pirates. Pirates. Or a Super Saiyan what God. Was Ichigo? I mean, Ichigo was just... He was a Ichigo hollow yeah, human, human he had just and Quincy. The best of it all. Like, yeah. Power. Everything. Yeah. But... Yeah. So, would you agree with that? You think yeah, I agree with it. I agree with it. I mean, it's kind of hard. I, I would disagree with it. I think it should be the Agent Magnus Bride. This series had good action, good, like, decent romance, great character development. You couldn't predict it, and the music was absolutely spectacular. I think Ancient Magnus Bride, to me, was, like, a big stunner. Like, I fully yeah. love that one. Oh, you so, finished it? You fin- oh, yeah, oh, you I, did. Oh, I really okay. like that one. Yeah. So, pretty much, the ones who got the most nom- uh, nominations has been Megalobox with eight, Devilman Crybaby with seven, Agretzuko and My Hero Academia, Violet Evergarden had six, FLCL at three, two of those being ending theme songs in yeah. the same category. <laughs> yes. And they, and they didn't weird. even win that category. Yeah. Kind of rude. And, and everything they just, else was and like they squeeze them all too. together. They squeeze FLC together. So it was going to give me uh, the most winners. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. ones who had multiple wins was uh, My Hero Academia, typical, freaking lame. Yeah. Five. And Devil May Cry Baby. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, was that two? A good solid two. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, didn't it win Anime of the Year? Uh, or yeah, yeah, they yeah, won anime. Yeah. so at least it won the big category for Crunchyroll. Yeah, Devilman Crabier won anime of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, we kind of skipped some lists. Uh, there was one best film. The winner of that was uh, My Hero Academia, The Two Heroes. Best character design went to JoJo, Bizarre Adventures, Golden Win. I mean, uh, of course, good art. Uh, best animation went to Violent Evergarden. I would definitely agree with that, unless uh, unless uh, Ancient Magnus Bride was on there at the end. I think that would win. Best director was uh, Masake uh, Yasora from Devilman Crybaby. And you want to read these uh, best VAs? Yeah. So yeah. we have the best. They're just winners. Yep. So best VA performance, the voice actor performance for Japanese was uh, Momoru Miyano. And that was um, his voice from Zombieland Saga. That was uh, He played a Kotaru uh, Tatsumi. So it was just the main character of that. As well as, that's awesome, Christopher uh, Sabat from As All Might was the best voice actor. And I think that was Vegeta's voice. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. that's actually, like, really good to hear him still coming through, still killing it, yeah. still doing well, and influencing not just our acting. childhoods, but our adulthoods as well. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Sabat. And that's pretty much this uh, week's Anime Archives, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed um, next week, we'll be back with uh, Archives. We're finally going to finish up and deliver on uh, Speed Grapher. And I think we first talked about this anime like... like it was like it had months been, ago. It was, no, it was like seven, eight months ago. Yeah. Because it was before my trip to Japan. Oh, it was. That's when we started oh, talking about Speed Grapher. So what we're going to do is we do apologize for this. We don't want to over-promise and under-deliver when it yeah. comes to this. So we do want to bring this out. We have some sports anime that we want to check out so we can do a sports anime edition. And while still kind of keeping up with the older ones, again, we want to go through Big O, a couple more. And so, you know, FLCL we talked about today. We talked about uh, Full Metal Alchemist and Death. And that's re kind of pumped us up. I mean, as of right now, before we end off, is there any anime you're kind of watching just right now that you're really enjoying? Um. I'm just keeping up with the season. Like I said, I promise you guys I'm going to watch more 2019. Um, pretty much caught up to uh, Dororo. Um, JoJo, of course. Uh, I'm going to get more further caught up with uh, uh, Wonderland, uh, Promised Neverland. And, yeah, I'm I'm just excited for our new getting back into some archiving. I'm ready to watch some Speed Grapher. And hopefully our plan is to deliver it. Like every other week would be an archive episode, and mm. in between those weeks will be either a guest spot or a current anime that we want to talk about and give highlight to. Either it was in the past of last season, or closer to uh, our cl- past our cl- time frame of what we called archives of animes. But that's all. Yep. Yep. And for me, I'm currently watching uh, Miss Kobu Yashi's Dragon Maid. I'm on like halfway through it. Mm. Very nice slice of life. I've been cracking up. It's pretty good. Some good, adorable characters. I like the character development so far. It's good. And I actually just finished an interview with Monster Girls. It was voted Crunchyroll's 2017 uh, Best Slice of Life. Sweet. I highly recommend that one. Very good. I couldn't stop thinking about it after I was done. Very good. Again, those were just the two recent ones off the top of my head that I've been thoroughly enjoying. Now, unfortunately, as we're ending this podcast, Ernest has to fly and have himself yeah, a safe a flight back to Seattle <laughs> where he flight. gets to enjoy his time. I am stuck in Vegas because of terrible planning and mismanagement for another day and a half. So I do not have to go back until Tuesday, yes. but I'm also broke. Until we get some sponsors, 
I'm going to continue to stay broke. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, tell everyone <laughs> about Anime Archives. Please send us an email at thisisanimearchives at gmail.com. Yes. Have you checked that email? I have checked it. Okay. It's on my phone. Okay. Right? So you've checked it. A lot. I, we get a lot more pot, uh, emails from Anchor right now. And I think it might be people don't do email anymore. That's what we talked about before. So I'm going to look into doing, doing a Twitter account. I'm just terrible. At Twitters and tweeting. I, I don't tweets. even know about Twitter. We'll we'll talk about that we'll, one we'll, off air because I don't air. want another thing to derail. <laughs> us. Like we're terrible enough. Uh, like yes. it'd be hard to have two people actually get into a Twitter and kind of get that from scratch. Yeah. But again, one thing at a time. We appreciate you guys' patience with us. It's the third Thank month you, of the guys. year. We have a lot left that we just are excited to cover. And at this point, we just want to take it one day at a time. So. This is uh, Ernest and John with Anime Archives, March 10th in the lovely city of Las Vegas, Nevada. And by the time we will have our next episode out, we will be back in the hometown of Seattle, Washington. So thank you. Uh, please let us know your thoughts on Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. On Crunchyroll Awards. Anything that you thoroughly enjoyed and think we might enjoy, it, we're it. always looking for something else. Until then, I just want to say from us to you, thanks for giving us a chance. And, again, tell your friends. Bye, guys.